and welcome to Struggle to Fit podcast. I'm Jeanette. And I'm Asia. And we are Struggle to Fit. We're struggling to get fit, struggling to fit into society's idea of healthy and fit, and struggling to fit into our genes. Hello and welcome to episode five of Struggle to Fit podcast. It is May 23rd, 2018. We are three weeks in. And today we're going to talk about what we did last week and what we've learned Yeah, I'm really um, excited to talk about water because we were talking about water briefly last week and uh, we both learned pretty much the same thing, but in different different ways. Um, So I'm really excited to talk about that. Um, And we've got um, quite a few things coming up. Yeah, so let's talk about what uh, how the last week went. How was your fast food challenge? I have not ate out fast food. Um, I've done pretty well with that, surprisingly. It's been tough, though. Like, I've really wanted a McChicken. Um, and my husband, this morning, was hungry. because I really want McDonald's for breakfast. I'm like, sorry. And um, so it, it's, it's definitely been tough for me because of that. And he knows it. He tells me, he goes, I'm sorry. So he's completely aware that he's making it difficult for me. Um, but that's just uh, the way he is. Um, but he hasn't had any fast food. Um, well, actually, today he had Larry's. But um, you didn't. I did not. Okay. Um, and uh, so um, I don't really like Larry's. I'd rather Firehouse. So I really didn't have any problems denying Larry's. Um, Larry's is a sub shop similar to Firehouse. But um, so... I mean, I've, I haven't had any problems. What about you? I I have not had any issues at all. Just a, a quick recap is that we are, for the first 30 days, for the month of May, no fast food for 30 days, uh, trying to track your food if you can is kind of like a bonus challenge. Um, and 30 days of fitness being just getting up and moving for 30 minutes a day. So for me, fast food has not been an issue at all. Um, in the first two weeks, it was kind of like the cravings were still there, but I am perfectly fine without it. Um, yeah, I've, I've had no issues. I'm definitely fine without it, um, but it is a convenience thing, though, too. Like, um, I, I get up early. I don't like breakfast foods, and by 10 or 11 o'clock, I'm hungry, and I'm at work, and obviously, I didn't pack my lunch because I don't get up in time. So it's like, what do I do? I can't, you know, eat out. Um, so it's, it's convenience, but I mean, convenience is everywhere though. Like, uh, this morning I, we went to the gym and I had to go to work afterwards to take care of an issue that was going on. And we stopped at Walgreens and when we stopped at Walgreens, Anthony made the comment, this is a bad place to be when I'm hungry, but it really isn't because, you know, I tried to to tell him, well, you can buy a protein bar or, um, you can actually get. Something. At least something that's not yeah. a burger or whatever. Um, but no, I can actually drive past the fast food restaurant and the smell of it won't trigger me unless I'm completely starving. You know, we were in the mall yesterday. Um, we went and saw Deadpool 2. Um, and we passed Auntie Annie's. And you love pretzels. And that's like one of the things that that's probably the most difficult possibly whenever you go to the mall. And Leo and I were in the mall yesterday and I guess they've got like these pizza pretzel bites or something like that. Anyway, my husband was like, oh my goodness, can you smell them? They smell so good. And I'm like, no, they smell super gross. 
the temporary fix to that for me has been just don't go to the mall. <laughs> and it's not a permanent thing. Like I'm not ever going to not never go, go to the mall again. again. I just, if I go to the mall, I know that I'm going to want that. And so I don't go to the mall. Yeah. I mean, I personally don't care for pretzels. I know I eat them, but they're not my favorite. I would rather nuggets from Chick-fil-A more than pretzels. Um, but those pretzels that we were smelling just did not smell good to me. So I'm, I was, I was good there. <laughs> How are you doing on tracking? Uh, I find tracking harder to do. I, I forget. Um, I just, that's, that's tough for me. And nobody, you know, I don't have somebody that reminds me, like I know your husband reminds you. My husband, and he's great, but he's not reminding me, which is not his responsibility to remind me either. Um, but I just. You could set an alarm on your phone. I just forget. I could. Every couple hours. I could. Log my food. It would probably be easier. I try to do it right when I eat. So that way I don't forget what I eat because I don't have a like a normal eating schedule. I don't eat breakfast usually. If I eat lunch, I usually eat like at like three, like I ate. Um, I ate earlier. I had chicken because I'm obsessed with chicken. Um, and, um, I should log it right when I eat at that time instead of waiting. And we're always on our phone. I mean, I'm scrolling through Facebook. Why not go ahead and punch in what I'm eating? Right. So it's just, it's one of those things that I just, I just have to do. Tracking in the beginning was a challenge was, was a little bit hard for me, but uh, once I got into doing it, it's like you said, you have to do it right when you're eating, right? When you're finishing right. lunch, punch it in, right? When you finish dinner, punch it in, um, I've gone all the way down to where I had a brownie binge yesterday. I made brownies and I had a lot of brownies, like 1,200 calories of brownies. <laughs> but was it worth it? I mean, yes and no. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to, I don't regret it. Well, that's good because it is what it is. I'm not going to beat myself up over it, but I tracked it. I was able to, I cut the brownies into the number of pieces that it says was in the box. Yeah. And then I, you know, scanned it into my MyFitnessPal and I how many brownies did I have? That's how many I had. And I, every time I ate one, I tracked it. And I ate one, I tracked it. And it was actually not that bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, once you track it and get a real feel for and and again, when you track your food and you can see when you ate and then how your body reacts to what you ate a few hours later, you can kind of see like how your body is reacting to the food that you're putting into it. Right. I know we. Uh, I know that you got a couple of nutrition books. Um, I purchased a e-course on Udemy. Um, I haven't been through the whole course yet, um, but I kind of picked some bits out of it because I have access to the whole thing and can listen to each episode whenever I want to. Um, I know that we mentioned water last week. Um, what did you learn anything about water? I said that you should just drink water when you're thirsty. Right. Um, and that was with no looking anything up. That was just my own thought process. I don't drink a whole lot, so I just drink when I'm thirsty. And I thought that that would be good enough. So I have two books and both books. One is a nutrition for dummies and one is an actual nutrition textbook. And both books state they don't, neither of them specify how much you should drink a day in water. They both specify that the average person loses 50 to 100 ounces of water per day um, from various things like going to the bathroom, 
Um, what's your time of your month? Sweating. If you're sweating, if you're crying, if you're sneezing, like you're going to lose 50 to 100 ounces of water. So you have to replace that with 50 to 100 ounces of water. So it's not a given, like this is how much minimum you should drink. This is how much maximum. It's just 50 to 100 ounces of water to replace what you're losing. They both also state that if your thirst mechanism has been triggered and you're thirsty, then you already are dehydrated. You, you already need water. There are certain times where I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so thirsty. I really need water. Um, and then there are other times where I just, I just want something to drink. Um, and you just have to choose the right drink. Um, I've actually made sweet tea. I've got sweet tea in the fridge. Um, and that just kind of breaks up my water intake too, because water gets boring after a while. It does. That's why you have to flavor it. What, you know, so, so I have to kind of like drink tea and then drink water and then drink tea, like kind of counterbalance it. Um, but the nutritional course that I have said that 20% of our water intake comes from food. Fruits and vegetables do contain water. So obviously we get water from the food that we eat. Um, it said also let thirst be your guide. It didn't say anything about already being hydrated or being dehydrated. Um, but it also said that for women, you should drink 2.7 liters of water. That's about 94 ounces. Is that what we, mm -hmm. um, and then for men about 3.7 liters. Um, but it also said that for every hour of exercise, you should add one extra liter of water. Um, and I think it just really kind of depends on you as a person and um, how active you are or how not active you are um, and kind of your lifestyle too. That 20% of your water intake coming from food only counts if you're eating the right food. So like True. if yes. you're eating just chicken and, and potatoes and pizza right. or whatever it is all day, you can't say, well, 20% of my right. water today has come from this chicken and potatoes because- that's, so it's definitely that fruits and vegetables that have that proper water intake. Um, I probably don't get enough water from the food that I eat. Um, I'm not a big vegetable person. Um, I eat fruit. And a lot of times it's really kind of funny, though, because I'll eat grapes because I'm thirsty. And I find that grapes um, have a lot of juices and stuff in them, too. Which is interesting because I've always thought that grapes are um they have no nutritional value whatsoever in them no um, if don't. you're eating the grape because you're thirsty then the reason why and from my understanding you're eating the grape is because you're thirsty which then makes you feel like you're hungry so you're eating something and the grape is just there to satisfy you probably and i mean it's not a horrible choice it's better than a bag of chips um, no, but if you're counting calories, they're unnecessary calories because they're high in sugar. Yeah, I still like grapes. There's nothing wrong with liking grapes, but using them in place of being thirsty is not. I just I wasn't habit. in the mood for water <laughs> because, as we said, water can be very boring at times. Yes. How is your fitness challenge? So remember, the fitness challenge was 30 days of 30 minutes or more. Every day. Of some sort of movement. It could be walking around the mall, walking around the block, going to the gym, 30 minutes of some sort of movement. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, that's probably been the toughest part of this whole challenge. Um, I mean, it's it's difficult. Um, I went walking the other day, but 
again, as we've established, I definitely don't have an excuse not to do it. It's just me being lazy. So I'm like, okay, at six o'clock, you know, I'm going to go out and take a walk, you know, at seven. And then I'm working or doing something on the computer and lose track of time. And then it's nine o'clock. And I don't know if we really live in the safest neighborhood to go walking like you do um, where we are. I mean, I probably could, but Your neighborhood, I can promise you, this is a lot safer than mine. If that makes you feel better. <laughs> well, you have that nicer, um, you know, lap around yeah. school, whereas I have to actually walk um, up a fairly busy street into other people's neighborhoods to be able to do that since I live in a complex. Well, don't you have a gym in your complex? Yes, um, I do. But I really I don't really care too much for it. I mean, it, it works. Um, but I would probably rather walk than go to that gym. I think it's, I don't know, I, I find it a little small and stuffy. <laughs> okay. But again, it's just me making an excuse for not doing something. It's all it's doing. Right. Um, but at least you own that. Yeah. No, I own it. It's it's definitely who I am. I mean, I am lazy. I will admit it. When it comes to work, shoot, I'll work all day long. I'm not lazy in that area. It's just I sit and I sit and that's my job. I don't have to get up and move for work. So um, when I have, when I go, when I decide to get up and move, it's actual like mind effort having to do so. Right. I uh, haven't had any issues in the fitness challenge. Um, some days I felt like I haven't wanted to go. I didn't want to go this morning. I didn't want to go yesterday. My um, my female maintenance is here, and I don't like going to the gym or moving for it for that matter when that time comes and but I went and it wasn't that bad and hopefully tomorrow won't be that bad so yeah I, I found it pretty easy to do and once you get into the habit of going and you go whether it be for that walk or whatever it is yeah then it's so much easier to just say okay let's go for a walk and, a, and it's one of those things, though, too, if you have a busy schedule or a busy lifestyle, you have to make the time to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you are the type of person that schedules everything out, then schedule 30 minutes or 40 minutes out on your calendar to walk. And then you let that schedule run you. A lot of business people, I'm, I'm very, um, I'm in the kind of in the court, not corporate, but in the um, business owner world where we have, where I work with a lot of different other business owners and they live by their schedule. And if you want something to happen, then you've got to make it, you've got to put it on your schedule in order to make it happen. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times I, I do not like going to the gym in the evening. Um, and we, I prefer that we went Monday after work. It was terrible. There were so many people you were fighting for machines. It was, I don't like going to the gym in the evening. Now, like if you're talking about 10, 11 o'clock at night, I could probably get behind that, but there's just too many people at five, six, seven o'clock. Um, so I just, I honestly don't know what motivates you to go in the evening. I, I don't want to be around all those people. I think it's, I would rather sleep in. I'm a night owl. I would rather stay up late than have to get up early. So um, for me, it, I'm not a morning person at all. And I don't like the mornings. I don't like to get up. I, I don't like, I want to, if I'm going to get up, then I'm going to get up. I'm going to get dressed. And I just, I just want to go get to work. So I would rather go to the gym at 7 30, 8 o'clock and be worn out and be able to go to bed and sleep. Yeah. 
I have a very, my mind just doesn't like to turn off. So if I go to the gym in the evening and then come home, you know, and go right to bed, then I can fall asleep and rest and, and have a better night's sleep because of that. I feel like I kind of have the opposite effect. I know that going to the gym tires Anthony out, but for me, I kind of depend. If, if it's too late at night, then I get this really burst of energy. And a lot of times what I'll have to do is if I don't go to the gym before work and I close, then I have to come straight home and say, okay, let's go for a walk now while I'm still in work mode. Otherwise, once I sit down, I'm done. But what I'm kind of looking forward to is at the end of the month, when we get to reward ourselves and I get to buy new gym shoes. I'm really excited for that um, because we're going to go to a nice like Reebok store. We're actually going to go to a store that's that's built for proper fitness shoes instead of going to like Payless or something like that where we usually always get our shoes. So I'm really excited about that. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely, I'd rather go work out in the evening. So let's see here. So summer's coming up. Summer is coming up. Yes. Uh, summer's coming up. Kids are going to be out of school. Work is still work. My work schedule is not changing. Kids are going to want to go to the pool. Um, I want to go to the pool. I can take your kids to the pool. You can definitely take my kids to the pool. Anthony will not have any problems with that. <laughs> He's a uh, very fair skin, so he doesn't like going out in the sun for long periods of time. Oh, me neither. He burns very easily. Though. Oh, I do too. But the kids will, they don't care. You can uh, take them to the pool. I'll turn into a lobster. So hopefully we'll get to try some new summer recipes. Um, get the kids. I've been taking the kids to the park every now and then. So getting out more um, fresh air. You know, hey, let's go for a walk, take them to the playground before dinner and whatnot. Yeah. That's kind of nice. I bet they really like that, too. Jenna likes it, yeah. she's She likes getting out there, and whether I play with her or not is irrelevant. She just likes going outside, and her brothers don't take her outside because she says that – they say that she doesn't listen to her, so, listen to them, so. Yeah, I heard that your pool does Zumba. Yeah, they're supposed to be starting Zumba in June, Aqua Zumba, so we'll see. I really want to do that because water – you're lighter in water and it actually is very good exercise for your muscles because um, the resistance in water kind of works your muscles a little bit more than what a weight would. And you can do more because you feel lighter too. Um, like I can lift my body weight in water. I can't lift my body weight out of water. Yeah. And for most people, that's the case. Yeah. You'd be surprised where, you know, the last time that you did that compared to the now, if you were to do it, it would, Lifting your body weight in water is easy, but controlling your body. Right. That's where you have to. And I think that's what the Zumba class is going to do is teach you how to control your body. Yeah, I'm really I'm really looking forward to that. So I was I was reading these books. And aside from the water, uh, the first chapter on both of them is basically what is nutrition and what does the word diet mean? So that's that was kind of uh, interesting. Um nutrition being when you think nutrition, you think, oh, it means healthy food. And really nutrition just means the food that you take, the food and, and water or food and drinks that you take in to nourish your body for life. And so it could be for plants, animals, humans, whatever, it's still nutrition is the same across the board. And the word diet that we always use as this negative 
phrase of, oh, I'm going on a diet. Mm -hmm. The actual like original definition of a diet is um, what you consume on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. It has absolutely nothing to do with cutting or restricting. It doesn't. And a lot of people take that take that name, diet or term and misconstrue it, you know, and they say, oh, I'm on a diet. Well, technically, everybody is on a diet. If you weren't on a diet, then you're not eating and something's wrong. We all eat. So therefore, we all are on some kind of diet. Right. And we just need to be, you know, and I would rather not call it a diet, more of I eat to provide my body fuel and I'm eating real food. Um, And it's not whether it's healthy or not. It's I eat food because it's nourishing my body appropriately. Right. So we're weighing in next week. Uh, It's going to be the end of the month weigh in. End of the month weigh in. Um, And then we're going to plan on what we're going to do for the month of June. And I know originally we had talked about in the month of June doing no restaurants at all. That is going to be too easy for me. So if that's going to be a challenge for you, that might be a good challenge for you to take on. But I think I need to come up with something else. Yeah, I mean, I think what we're going to do is we're going to – it's been – of course, we know that it's difficult to not eat fast food. And I think what we're going to do is we're not going to do like sit-down restaurants next month. But I think we're going to limit ourselves to maybe one fast food um, meal a week. And what do you hope for that to accomplish? You know, I think it's more of a a psyche mental thing. Okay, I can look for it and I'm not using it. You should never reward yourself with food. Um, So I might just use that and get, you know, the the grilled nuggets from Chick-fil-A and then, you know, maybe set that money, the rest of the money aside that I would probably spend on food for something else. I think it's more of a, to keep my husband at bay. So he doesn't go crazy on me. Um, because again, he's not, he's very addicted to fast food and, and he's done well, but I think it would help him to help me to allow him to say, okay, we can have one fast food meal a week and that way okay it's it'll make my life a little bit easier and he won't be begging every other day for fast food when i say we can't have it right um but i definitely know that we probably are going to not do restaurant food like chilies or buffalo wild wings or something that's like because we can go me and my husband and my mother-in-law can sit down and spend 70 bucks on one pop at one of those restaurants so, so I, yeah, I haven't decided what we're going to do yet, but I think that that's, that's too easy of a challenge. Weren't you going um, no caffeine? Caffeine, yeah, no caffeine is actually not going to be that big of a challenge either. So I, I think I need to push myself a little further. And I say that because um, we had decided that we were going to do, I decided no caffeine. And we've actually already made the switch from caffeine diet coke to Caffeine-free Diet Coke. Do you notice a big taste difference? No, it's just not really a big taste difference. And I don't really need to drink it. It's just drinking it for the flavor. Right. Um, I've also taken away, I have finished up the flavor enhancer that I had for my water that had caffeine in it. So there's no no more of that. Um, so yeah, it's. I don't think that's going to be a big one. I'm, I think I should try to stick through it for the rest of the month um, for June. So I think that the biggest thing for me is going to be like, 
maybe focusing on calories in, calories out, like mm-hmm. actually focusing on what I'm eating, eating and learning more about the foods that I'm eating. Um, not so much as a, from a restriction standpoint, because right. I'm not restricting myself from anything. Like we, we've made new recipes, we've done healthier alternatives, but we had M&Ms and a payday the other day because they were within our calorie budget. Right. Um, we ate the brownies yesterday and it, I don't feel bad about it. Right. I logged it and I wrote a blog post about it and that was it moved on. Right. Um, so I don't, I don't feel like I'm restricting myself from anything. It just, I want to focus more on what is in this food? What does it do for me? Why would I eat this? Why am I going to eat this? How can I get my kids to eat better through the summer? Right. Uh, I think that's going to be kind of my focus. Yeah. Right. It's definitely a lot about, you know, what you're putting into your body and how it affects you. Um, I've got a couple of ideas for some blog posts. Um, You've always heard me say, Um, you know, just eat real food and look at the ingredients. And if something is on that ingredient label that you wouldn't normally keep in your kitchen and cook with, why would you want to eat it? So I think I'm going to do like a comparison of different brands that we would normally eat and and kind of break down the ingredients and what they are and why we wouldn't want to eat them. Um, And I would probably use some you know, the processed foods that we would all eat, like, um, not necessarily, you know, like the peanut butter that we got, right. I'm going to take that just peanuts versus Jiffy. And obviously we know that we would only want to eat the peanut butter that has just peanuts in it, but we all flock to the Jiffy because that's well known. Everybody eats it. Why, why would it be bad for you? Right. So I want to take those ingredients and break them down and really figure out what, what what do these ingredients and how do they make peanut butter and why would I not want to eat that? Um, I also want to do a post about eggs. We see white eggs and brown eggs and and organic eggs and and cartons that say you know free range and does it really matter? Um, I you know and I kind of looked into it a little bit and. So far from what I'm reading, yes, it matters, but I want to dive further and figure out exactly why it matters. Um, it, uh, from what I've seen so far, um, it matters um, how the chicken was raised and how they're um, kept in, and what they actually eat is really what it boils down to. What is the chicken fed in order to produce the egg? And that's where, um, that's where it comes down to. Do you eat eggs? Uh, so I, I I like boiled eggs. Um, I, I eat more boiled eggs than any other kind of egg. I'm not really actually it's really funny. Um, when I was in elementary school, I, I used to tell the the cooks through the school line that I was allergic to eggs. So they wouldn't give me any eggs because I've always disliked like over easy or scrambled or anything like that. Like all my life, I've always not liked eggs, but I'll eat boiled eggs. Um, I'll eat deviled eggs. But you scramble them. I don't like that. It's interesting. Yep. Okay. So we'll meet back here next week for our weigh-in, our monthly weigh-in. Yes. You know, I actually had somebody tell me the other day that um, she said that I was losing weight, which I can't tell. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I've lost any weight. But it was nice hearing that affirmation from somebody else. Granted, I probably hadn't seen her in a couple of weeks. Um, so maybe that might just be it. Yeah. Um, but it was still nice to hear that. Yeah, that's, that's a nice, uh, uh, 
I had a guy at the gym, uh, not weight related, but I went to use one of the machines, the back extender, and I didn't realize that the guy wasn't done wiping it down. So he came up to me and he went to wipe it down. And when I sat back down on it, he gave me the, the okay symbol and he said, perfect position. <laughs> I was like, oh, so. Yeah. So it's nice to have people point out something that you're doing right or yeah. you know, little changes. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see where we're at. I don't know if I can go for an entire month in June. Like I might have to weigh in every other week or something at least. Well, Not weekly, but it's because I know that the scale yeah. doesn't the scale doesn't determine everything. But I don't know that I could go a whole month. I mean, we've done it. I mean, did you weigh yourself at all this month? Yeah, you have the scale. I, yeah, yeah, I did. And see, I don't. But I didn't write it down, and it was, like, right before my cycle started, and so that's not an accurate number. And See, I don't have a scale, so it's not hard for me not to weigh in because I don't have the ability to weigh in. I don't have the ability to step on a scale. Mm-hmm. That That's all you. So I'm used to not weighing myself. That's, that's, that's normal to me. So yeah, it's I not just, a big deal. I don't know. I think that – I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) But we're also going to go ahead and remeasure ourselves too. um, And, you know, figure out if maybe we didn't necessarily lose weight. Did we lose any inches? Like how does that, um, how does that all work out? So we're really excited for next week because it's our way in. Um, Don't forget to read our blog, strugglefit.com. We do um, post, Jeanette definitely posts way more than I do. um, But um, I do post ish. So we'll see you next week. See you next week. See you next week. Thanks so much for listening. You can find us at struggle2fit.com. That is struggle, the number two, fit.com. Facebook.com forward slash struggle to fit. And on Instagram at struggle.2.fit. See you next week.